Welcome to the High Hopes Phillies Minor League Rundown. I'm Jason Springer here with Jeff Cohen following the journey of the players chasing their dreams in the Phillies farm system. Jeff, you followed the players chase their dreams down to Aberdeen, Maryland this week, didn't you? Aberdeen is a pretty cool stadium. It's actually uh, where they have the Cal Ripken World Series for 12-year-olds. So there's a whole complex and then they have their short season team which is in the same division as Williamsport. It, it's it's a really cool place to go. Not as cool as Bowman Field, though. No, not as cool as Bowman Field, but it was cool that you got to go there and see the Crosscutters play. You saw an interesting game, which I'll let you talk about, and then got a few interviews afterwards. Why don't you tell me what we got coming? Well, we got we got Anton Kuznetsov, who, if, if he makes the major leagues, will be the first Russian-born player ever to be in the major leagues. So... It's interesting. His his English has gotten a lot better. Uh, he's a really nice guy. Uh, Bryson Stott obviously was a highlight for us. Uh, Bryson uh, was nice enough to come out when I explained to you why I say he was nice enough to come out. Yeah, tell me yeah. what happened, and then you'll tell me about Bryson Stott. Because so, the, the crosscutters were winning, and I was following, and then all of a sudden, the crosscutters did not win. Yes, so the crosscutters were winning. They had their closer, Made, come in in the ninth inning. Um and he let a runner on, which was followed by two balks. You ever seen that? No, I've never seen that. And I'm guessing there aren't many people at any level of baseball has ever seen three balks, which ended up happening. So uh, the third balk led to Pat Borders coming out and having a, a short discussion with the umpire, uh, which then led to the umpire tossing <laughs> Borders. <laughs> who on top of everything else the setup of the stadium is such that there you can't walk into the locker rooms from the dugout because the locker rooms are behind left and right field so he had to walk across the field to get each other no, he had to he had to walk all the way from home plate out, out to left field and <laughs> I have he, the best visual in my head and right he now. didn't exactly jog his way out so did he do a Reese Hoskins home run trot out to the outfield there no he took a he took a leisurely slip stroll <laughs> 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 so so then then you had um a, a hit that was an infield hit between first and second and Bryson Stott made an amazing diving catch uh, on the ground ball got up threw it to first base the first baseman stretched it looked like an out but uh, but the umpire didn't call it an out and uh there's no replay at short season a ball so the first baseman who's looking at the umpire wasn't looking at the guy that was rounding second because he was on second because of the balk, then decided as he was rounding third to keep going. Uh-uh. So he throws, he finally decides, I better throw this home. It looks like they have him, catcher drops the ball. Game over. So the guys, we were standing in left field by the entrance to the clubhouse. They probably because, weren't in the mood to well, talk. Well, that's it. And we had talked to Bryson off the record before the game, introduced ourselves, really nice guy. And after the game, they all went in the locker room. We went into the locker room. Gloves were being thrown all over the place. People, uh, things we can't say on the air were being said. And we kind of figured, you know what? Th- these guys are just good. It was their last game. So we figured they're getting on a bus for the long ride back. And uh, we wouldn't have blamed Bryson if he didn't come out. But Bryson came out, um, which was really impressive. He came out. He clearly wasn't happy, not with us, but with the umpire's call. Um, And was not just a professional, but he's just a really nice guy. 
he seems and, like a he's just a seems like a baseball lifer kind of guy he he has grown up playing baseball um as you'll hear in his interview it, when he was in T-ball, uh, he apparently terrified the other kids That's and the coaches, story. which led to all the kids being put in the outfield when he was up in T-ball. So uh, the kid was was meant to be a baseball player, but it's his attitude. It's that everything in in him is a competition from the things he does with his brother and his sister and you know, being timed to go up the stairs to get stuff. Don't to, ruin the whole interview. I, I know, but but he he really is. He's a guy that Philadelphia will like. Well, why don't we go to the interview? Let's let's play our interview with Bryson. Let's play our interview with Anton, and let's come back talk about it and talk about what else we have coming up. Yeah, let's let's do Anton first because uh, there's something that Anton says that Bryson then comments about. All right, sounds like a plan to make. We're here in Aberdeen, Maryland, with the Williamsport Crosscutters, Anton Kuznetsov. Anton, how you doing? Good, good, thank you. What about you? Good. So, uh, Anton, uh, you come from a place that they don't find many prospects, at least in the past. Uh, our understanding is you were born in Russia. Yeah, I was born in Russia, and the, yeah, you're right. It's not a lot of prospects from my country. So, um, how did you get involved in baseball? Baseball. Uh, I started playing baseball when I was a kid, so it was uh, I was seven years old, and uh, I started playing in the school. Mm-hmm. So I'm teacher was telling my parents what I can play and uh, my parents don't think a lot they just like okay yeah you're gonna play and uh, how you can see I'm here right now Mm -hmm. so how did you get discovered how how did they find you and bring you over to the United States Uh, it was 2016 I was playing in uh, Europe championship uh, for national team Russia and uh, scouts from Philly after Spain game when we played against Spain uh, he just come over me and like yeah like we, we're gonna sign you what what was the reaction of your parents uh, my per- uh, I was 18 years old so like my, my parents just was like a little bit scared because I was young and like go in different country play like for professional baseball so yeah they was a little bit scared but I, I'm like say I, I was saying like it's my career and uh, let's do this have, have they been over to the United States to visit you uh, no they, no, they don't. no? It's, it's, it's really expensive and it's uh, really far away okay so so what have you done uh, since you've been here uh, I can say what uh, I know about like right now a lot about mentally uh-huh. mentally baseball because when I get here first time I'm don't know a lot about that and uh, all stuff like professional stuff uh-huh. what they teach us uh-huh. so yeah about that so uh, one of your teammates came over here and gave you a, a little uh, rub you taking these guys over to the Russia some point yeah I, I mean like of course uh-huh. if they want they can c- come over uh-huh do, do you sit around with your teammates and talk about the different places that you come from do you talk about your backgrounds about about your homeland uh, yeah with some, yeah with some teammates of course we talk about that so, so yeah that's how you say like some teammates they want to visit they want to visit Russia so, so what do you do for fun when you're not out on a baseball field 
Uh, for fun, like, I don't know, like cinema. Yeah. And uh, in Russia, it's uh, really pretty girls. So, something, something good. <laughs> Who is your favorite athlete? Uh, Avechkin and Kuznetsov. They, yeah. they play both in the Washington uh -huh. Capitals. So, yeah, they might popular. Well, so what do you, when you make the Phillies as a major leaguer, are you going to root for the Capitals or are you going to root for the Flyers? <laughs> ah, this is a tough question, and <laughs> I'm going to think about that. Yeah, or maybe Ovechkin will be with the Flyers by then, huh? Oh, yeah, maybe this time uh -huh. he had a trade. So, do you know anybody else in Russia who's coming over to try to play baseball here? Uh, not yet, but I know, like, some guys, they young, like, 16, 17, they're pretty good, they, good, they play pretty good. So, uh -huh. I don't know, like, we'll see about that. Will they coming or not? How has it been... Uh, being coached by Pat Borders, he's a, he's a great manager. Well, yeah, he's the best manager. Yeah, what, what I mean. Why do you, what do you, what's about what about him is so great? He's a so he's a looks so professional. So it's like uh, make you feel professional player too. And uh, yeah, I just I just like his stuff. What he do? Uh huh. What do you, what are your favorite pitches to throw? My favorite pitches? Mm-hmm. Uh, all four, all, all five. What are they? Uh, fastball. Yeah. Both uh, changeup, curveball. Everything like like pitcher. Uh, what's it been like working with the catchers? Yeah, we have a pretty much uh, we have a smart catcher, so it's I, li I like work with them, and we have a good communication. So yeah, I like them. Have you been to Philadelphia yet? Yeah, but I was in Philadelphia uh, because last year I was hurt, mm -hmm. so I'm I get surgery in Philly, and uh, that's when I was in Philly. Did you have a cheesesteak? No, not yet. You still haven't had a cheesesteak? No. Nope. You got to get Pat Borders to get you a cheesesteak. Okay, I will tell him. All right. Well, <laughs> Anton, we really appreciate you spending the time with us, and good luck uh, moving up through the system. Okay, thank you very much. So we're here with Bryson Stott. Um, Bryson, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. So, Bryson, uh, we wanted to talk to you just a little bit about yourself, uh, let the Phillies fans get to know you. Uh, first thing about you is uh, you're from Vegas. Yep, born and raised. Yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit about what it was like to be raised in Vegas and play for UNLV. Um, I mean, growing up, you always you always go to those games. It's it's a, a fun thing to do if you love baseball. So um, doing that and obviously going to the, the AAA games were, were what we did growing up. We wanted to go go to baseball games. So uh, being able to just stay home and play play on that field and, and play with those those guys and those coaches that I've that I've watched and, and the guys that I've played with since I was eight years old was was awesome. So one of the guys that also on the Philly system uh, is Bryce Harper, and he was from Vegas. Did you ever have a chance to hang out with Bryce Harper or meet him? Yeah, I mean we're we're pretty good friends, so um, being able to learn from a guy like that is is unbelievable. And and to to keep watching him and keep going forward with with my own career is is what I plan on doing. And, and the stuff that he does that he does right, and that all those that all those do, guys do right. That's why that's why they're there. So um, just being able to follow their lead is is. Uh, is huge. I understand that uh, Bryce used to come over to the UNLV games. 
Yep, he would go to the basketball games, uh, come out to some baseball games. Yeah, he was around. Okay. Uh, one, of, one of the things that we heard was that there's a bunch of kids out here. One of, one of the things that we had heard is that uh, from some people who played with you is that, that you try hard every play, that you don't take a play off. Where does that come from? Um, just, just watching games growing up. I mean, mm. <laughs> just now, laying out and thought I thought I made the play, but um, sometimes it's baseball and just doesn't doesn't go your way. So, um, just you never you can never take a pitch off. The, the last play in the ninth inning could could come to you like it did today. So, um, being able being able to be ready for for that and um, and any given pitch is is what you got to do in baseball. And uh, sometimes it goes your way and sometimes it doesn't. One of the things that we also uh, heard. Social media hasn't exactly been kind to you, and that uh, a, a gentleman by the first name Amir tweeted something about you and ice cream. So, uh, can you uh, clear up whether or not that is a true story that he's been putting out there? Um, so, we were actually playing Fortnite, and I play upstairs in my room, and my brother will play downstairs, and we'll play with Amir and a couple other buddies. Um, so, I ran downstairs to get get something to drink, and obviously some ice cream. And I could hear him yelling at me, and my brother's yelling at me. So, I was just messing around. I was like, I'm just putting ranch on my ice cream. And then, uh, I mean, I tried it because I already did it. So, I mean, it wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst thing. And he hasn't let me hear the end of that one. So, um, I told him he's got to try it too, though. All right. So, so one of the other things we heard about you as far as being a kid is, is a story about you playing t-ball. So, uh, w what happened with you and t-ball? Um, they didn't really want me want me hitting it off, <laughs> off the tee with those with those kids. I mean, I guess I was pretty pretty advanced for for my age group. I mean, I'm. Uh, would go up there and I would just swing as hard as I could because that's what you do when you're playing t-ball. So um, they just would move everybody back and just let me hit it and I would just run around the bases and um, thought it was the greatest thing ever. So the first time that it happens and you're, you're walking up to the tee, what does the coach do? He all of a sudden he just pulls all the kids out and tells them to go in the outfield? Yeah, they just they would all scoot back and they usually have one. One's got to stand in the in the little circle so that, that makes it an out. But um, they would stand right by the coach and I would I just get up there and just swing as hard as I can. Did you know what they were doing? Did someone explain no, to you what was going on, or are you just this confused little kid going up there, going wondering where everybody's going? I would run out there, run out to the dirt and, and stuff like that. So when I saw all them going in the outfield, it made me want to go to the outfield. So <laughs> I, mean, I would run out there as well. So just doing, just having that that kind of fun as a kid is, is what I try to do now. So so once that day happens, do you continue playing t-ball, or do they move you up? Uh, yeah, I kept playing the yeah. whole year, and then. Yeah, you go to coach pitch and, and all that fun stuff. <laughs> Did you make an out? Yeah, <laughs> I'll get out. So, so uh, you get drafted by the Phillies from UNLV. What, what's that moment like for you and your um, family? Something something you dream of growing up. I mean, you you watch it every year as a as a baseball fan. You watch the draft and you you hear some of those names. And, and as I've gotten older, you see some of your friends go, and you're like, well, it's hopefully my my year next year. And and it happened, and it was it was probably the best feeling I've ever had. Um, you, you're sitting there with, with your loved ones and, and your closest friends, and you hear your name um, on TV being announced by the commissioner. So it's, uh, it's, it was the, the best feeling ever. Where were you when it happened? I was at home. Yeah. Who was with you? Uh, my family, mm -hmm. um, a couple of my neighbors that have been there since I was, since I was three years old, and, and some of my closest friends. So, so your dad also was an athlete. Uh, how did having a parent who was an athlete, your dad was a quarterback, um, help you in your development? 
Um, it was always a competition around the house. I mean, everything. We'd go upstairs to grab something. It'd be like, I'll time you. Everything was just a, a competition. And whenever I wanted to hang out or do something, he'd ask to play catch, or my brother would ask to play catch. He, he was an athlete as well. So, um, Jenny, you just never really sat around. You'd always always be active. I mean, he played football, so he doesn't doesn't really translate translate to baseball. So, um, just doing doing stuff like that growing up. Never really sitting around, getting too attached to video games or TV was was my big thing. You have you have a sister and a brother. Yeah, my sister's a cheerleader at UNLV. Uh, so, did the three of you get competitive when you were little? Yeah, everything everything's a competition. What was what was the biggest competition between the three? Of you? I'd say like the board games we'd play. We we just we used to have a Nintendo Wii. Everything that we did was was a competition. Who won, who won the most? Me. me. Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so since you've gotten drafted, you spent a cup of coffee literally in in GCL. Your first at bat as a professional ball player, you hit a home run. What was that experience like? Um, from, from what I heard from, from other guys being being down there is the ball doesn't fly, so if you get into something, just make it a triple. So um, right when I hit it, I was just busting out of the box. I had, I didn't really think it was it had a chance, but um, I guess I hit it good enough to get out. So uh, that that feeling was great. I mean, your your first at bat is is a home run, and in your pro career is uh, I mean you can't get any better than that. So um, just that feeling was was great. Yeah, but it does because almost a week and a half later you make your way to Abertine uh, to play with the cross cutters and then your first at bat you hit a home run again. Yeah actually I was telling some of the guys it was literally the same same exact thing it was a <laughs> fastball away and then then uh, next pitch was a home run so um, it's kind of funny how it was the, the same exact sequence. You know you're, ma you're, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself because when you make it to Lakewood there, there's expectations that the first at bat you got to hit a home run now. Yeah I guess uh, just got to get that pitch up, and, and maybe I'll do it again. All right, so you, you've been traveling a lot. You know, you made it, to, you, you finish your season at UNLV, you go down to Clearwater, you make your way to Aberdeen. You haven't even been to your home stadium yet, have you? No, we flew in on Saturday night. And you're taking you're taking a bus trip back? Yep, tonight. Is it, is it, so th is this your first long minor league bus trip? Yep, this is, I flew straight from the GCL to, to here, so um, going back home and hopefully seeing those fans on, on Wednesdays. All right. Really looking forward to When you have those five, ten-hour bus trips, what does what Bryson like to do on those kind of trips? Um, I like to sleep. I also yeah. try to sleep on them as much as I can. Uh, that passes the time. I have games on my phone. I mean, obviously, you have your, your social media to pass time, but uh, I'll play games. I'll usually try to sleep the most most of it, though. Yeah, you think your teammates are going to be sleeping? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, they show. I mean, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been on a bus with them, so I don't know. So what have you been told to look forward to when you get to Williamsport? Um, I heard the fans are awesome. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, what I know from Williamsport, obviously, the Little League World Series. So, um, I mean, we have off day tomorrow. I guess I'll guess I'll do some walking around and, and see what's out there. Have you made your way to Philadelphia yet? I signed in Philadelphia, yeah. Okay, so, so, so what did you get to do while you were there for the um, short time you were there? I, I saw everything. Saw yeah. Yeah, everything, everything, part of the stadium. First uh, time in Philly? Yep, more yeah. on the field, uh, the clubhouse, met some of the guys. Um, yeah, they just showed me everything. Go to the Liberty Bell? Yep. Yeah. Cheesesteak? Uh, yep. All right. I forget the name of it. Pat's or Geno's? 
Geno's. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did that. We had one day after my, my physical part was done in the morning, uh, pretty much just to hang out and, and go see everything. So, um, yeah, we'd walk around. We went to all those museums and, and Liberty Bell and did all the fun stuff. So. All right. Have you had a chance to spend any time with Anton? Um, no, not yet. All right. Well, yeah. you guys got to get him to Philly because he's never had a cheese stick. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, and we'll he, he's coming from Russia. You're just coming from Las Vegas. That's right. Uh, yeah, we'll get him there. <laughs> so so uh, what are you most looking forward to for the rest of the season? Um, just being able to play every day. I mean, you, this is what you're growing up wanting to do. So uh, never taking a day off and never taking a game off is, is what, I, what I'm looking forward to. And, and keep having fun. And, and what do you want Philadelphia to most know about you? How um, do you describe yourself? Like you said, I just try to play play every game, play every pitch like like it could be my last. So I'm um, just going out there to do that and, and have fun with my teammates and, and for these fans and, and just to play baseball. All right. Well, Bryson, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it, and good luck with the rest of the season. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Jeff, you could tell from him he, he wasn't thrilled with what had happened, but I guess it's the mark of a professional, even how young he is, that he could come out and conduct that interview. And, and then you kind of got him to open up a little bit. And the T-ball story is hilarious to me. Well, so is, so is the ice cream and ranch dressing story. That's, that's but, gross to me. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> I don't judge, but that's gross to me. I but, can't do that. You know, we've often, we often hear from players that, about players who don't take a, a playoff. I got to observe it. Um, he didn't take a playoff leading up to that last play, and it was clear that he was not going to let that ball by, and he really stretched out to do it. So um, I think he's a guy that people can look forward to. I think he's got a lot of pressure that he's now put on himself when he goes to Lakewood because if he doesn't hit a home run in his first at bat, uh, the streak is over. Yeah, you, you brought that up to him. I, he seemed to handle it well, though. <laughs> He's he's handled everything well. I mean, I, I talked to the, the the Williamsport staff, and it's been a little overwhelming because I mean, in the last few weeks, he's been drafted, gone to Clearwater, done what he did in GCL, rushed up, and then he went to Aberdeen. He didn't even make it to Williamsport. I was gonna say you mentioned to me he hasn't even been to Williamsport yet. Yeah. You said that he's gonna get there and walk around a little bit because yeah. he he had known about it from the, old, the Little League World Series, but he hadn't been out there before. Yeah, and the other thing from Anton's interview, I think that uh, anybody who listens to this, please, please get Anton some cheesesteaks. That's right. That's right. right. I mean, it, it, may, it's, it's just not right that he's been in the country as long as he has and has not. he's made it to Philadelphia. He hasn't had his cheesesteak. All right, we're going to move from cheesesteaks to bacon, Jeff. It's Iron Pigs Talk. <laughs> Nick Williams. What a segue. I'm a master of the segue. Are. Nick Williams no longer getting some bacon. He's back with the big team. Uh, Austin Listy still on fire. Jan Hernandez still on fire. What are you seeing in Lehigh Valley? Austin Listy um, is, has been on fire. Um, he's going to have to play a little bit more third base now. He was playing first since he went to AAA, but with Logan Morrison recently signed, um, I think Austin's going to be playing a little bit more third base and has actually played there. Uh, the last few games, but he's played 20. He's now been there about a month in 25 games. He's got 94 at bats. He's batting 351. He's got eight homers, 26 RBI. So he's averaging more than an RBI per game. He's only struck out 22 times and his OPS is 1.133. Yeah. Hopefully the Phillies don't have any more issues at the, the big league level, but with Jay Bruce on the aisle now, um, Franco coming back, but you know, you'll see with that. Well, the um, question is whether Franco's gonna, you know, whether he's gonna be in the doghouse long term and whether or not the Phillies can unload him if that's what they decide to do for some pitching. 
That and will, if that happens, uh, I would feel confident, confident that Austin's ready to, to at least give it a whirl. Your thoughts on them bringing Logan Morrison into the system, clearly a professional hitter, and yeah, baseball player? He, he doesn't do anything for me. He's, nope. he's just depth. I mean, look, he reminds me of Dave Kingman. And if I'm dating myself, I'm clearly dating myself. But Dave Kingman was a guy who would hit 220 and, and mash home runs like there's no tomorrow. Logan Morrison's the same type, type of guy. Yeah, but me. isn't that baseball these days? You don't hit for average, you hit for power. We don't have enough time to have that discussion again. Come on, come yeah. on. All right, we're uh, headed out to Lakewood next week. What happened with the Blue Claws this week? Uh, they are 9-16 and 16 in the second half. They're in last place, eight and a half games back. They're on a two-game winning streak, though, so there's a positive. To me, the guy that, that interests me the most at the beginning of the season and still does is Carlos De La Cruz, who is a 6'8 center fielder. Uh that's Lanky tall guy. for center field. It is, but he's he's kind of got a graceful movement to him. He doesn't look awkward out there playing center. Um, he's 227 for the season, but over his last 10 games, he's really kind of heated it up. He's batting 278. Uh, he's now played in 81 games, has 29 RBIs, four homers. To show he's got some speed, he's got three triples, 11 doubles, and four stolen bases. And he's a guy that I that I want to see again, and I think that we should talk to at some point in the near future. We definitely have to try and get him when we get out there at some point. Uh, the weather in Clearwater is heating up, and Spencer Howard is is back with a bang. Tell me what we saw this week. Uh, their record's 14-15, and 15, but despite the record, they're only in second place, four and a half games back. But, but the guy to watch is the guy we talked about before the season started and the guy we talked to last year about how meditation has has helped his game, Spencer Howard. He's, I'm going to have to start meditating. Uh, I, I actually tried it after talking to him, and it, and it is peaceful. It's just I've done find, it before. It's just finding the time. Yes. Um, but Spencer has been in two starts this month since coming back from his injury. He's pitched a total of nine innings. You ready for this? Zero runs, a whopping one hit allowed, a whopping one walk allowed, and 14 strikeouts. And he's got a 1.55 ERA in six starts. He's definitely an arm to watch in the system. We've talked about it before, and we'll, we'll continue to talk about it. Jeff, we've got about two minutes left. Let's talk a little about Reading, their game tonight, and what's going on with that team. Well, you should be calling them first place Reading because after getting hosed in the first half of the season, they're 18-9 and nine in the second half of the season. They're on a three-game winning streak. They're 1-7 in the last 10. They're in first place, five and a half games up. Um, and tonight's matchup is going to be a good one. Uh, they're facing the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, and they got David Parkinson, the 23-year-old from Ole Miss, on the mound. Talk to me a little bit about Alec Bohm and Mickey Moniak. They continue to rake. Uh, Mickey Moniak continues to hit triples. Uh, Alec Bohm seems to be adjusting well. There's lots of questions from fans of, will he be at the big league level? I think that's too quick for him. You can give me your take. Uh, next year, on the other hand, I wouldn't be surprised if they – potentially bump them up depending what they do at third base. What are you seeing out of the two of them? Well, well, Alec and Mickey, you also see poise out of them. Uh, They have different backgrounds. One is a former college player, and one came straight from high school in Moniac. And Alec has just adjusted really well to each level, and he's continued to just improve. And I I don't want to rush him up for this season, but next season I expect him to be in the league spring training. Mickey Moniac, the same thing. His defense is incredible. His speed on the bases and his his wisdom on the bases is great. He's just he's a different he's the to me the old school center fielder and he's the guy that I want to see up here. 
Well, Adam Hazley's also been back up with the big team. Any thoughts of what he's doing? Is he really getting a fair chance here in the final seconds? Well, he might get more of a chance now. I mean, with Jay Bruce's injury, now you're going to have Nick Williams and Adam Hazley, and I think Scott Kennery is going to be back playing uh, infield a lot more. I like Scott Kinger at the infield, even though he plays center field. Jeff, any final thoughts before we sign off for the week? Uh, Get up to Bowman Field soon, and uh, we look forward to being there very soon as well. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Now we hand it over to Greg Caserta and Kirsten Carbach as they take you up to first pitch for the Fightins here on 610 ESPN. We'll be back next week. Enjoy the ballgames.